just my voice you could try it can i manage it you could you just want to pimp me out so bad <laughs> we should record this oh we are recording <laughs> look at that Only look f- at us <laughs> 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 hi everybody welcome back to another episode of girl what i'm your host danielle denise and i am joined with the infamous brooklyn boo also known as Carlito. Hey. Que lo que. Que lo que. Que tu mami. Mira que. Mira que sexy. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm um, always good when I'm hanging out with you. Love that. <laughs> it's always a vibe, you know? Cheers. Cheers! Cheers to uh, Casamigos and Orange Juice. Always, always. Give me the sponsor. Bruh. We need to. I buy a lot of them. I'm looking at it now. We bust that bottle in half. It is below half at this point. And that's after one evening of drinking. And we are on location in my beautiful uh, Brooklyn backyard bar. Got a little fire pit, some, some... Listen, Tequila. it's a whole vibe back here. I'm telling you, you need to like start charging people to come back here into your backyard slash bar. I'm That's thinking, beautiful. I'm thinking it might be a side hustle because you know all like the main stuff yes. is closed down. Oh, what? People need yeah. a place to go. You got lounge chairs. You got string lights. It's a whole hipster vibe. I know, man. I just need a, like a dude with a handlebar mustache at the door. With a password. Yes, and the password has to be password? some like uh, hipster and ironic, mm-hmm. like, like ham and cheese or something. <laughs> <stupid>. <laughs> that was literally, <laughs> I promise you, that was a password at the Speakeasy in Pasadena. Ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. If you had to find working, the password. Be bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, B A E. Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> That's B-A-E. not wrong, but bacon, egg, cheese. Oh, B A C. Mm-hmm. B E. B-E. You keep saying A. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the and for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, bacon, yeah, yeah. Bacon, egg, and cheese. But if, I mean, if you're like a real New Yorker, it's one word. It's bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah, just bacon, egg, and cheese. I love it. If you really want to flex, get it on um, a sesame, not sesame seed. Um, sesame seed? Uh, no, a cinnamon, uh, cinnamon raisin bagel. A bacon, egg, and cheese on a cinnamon raisin bagel will change your life. You know what's funny? I've been eating like BLT bagels for the past three days, <laughs> and I'm over bagels now. Yes, yes. Because bagels is a lot it's of dense. bread, it's dense. and it's heavy, right? Yeah. Biting into it, I, I didn't buy a drink. I had to go buy a drink immediately. I was dying. Let me ask you a question: Do you, have, do you get bagels in LA? Is that something that you go to? Not often. Okay. Not often. When when you go back to LA, right? Get a bagel like the next day. And tell because I people from outside of New York always say that the bagels in New York are better, and they assume it's because of like our tap water. I want to oh. know if it's legitimately if it's legitimately different or mm. it's just bullshit. Okay, that's a that's a good idea. I'll definitely hit up a bagel shop yeah. nearby and let you know. I, I didn't think about that. Appreciate it. No problem. So, what are we talking about today, Danielle? We are talking about. <laughs> you are about? drunk. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's just because we had two topics. Yeah, I'm, I'm breaking up. We're breaking talking about up. breaking up. Breaking up. Breaking up. It's over. It's Pack your over. shit. It's over. That's a song. 
I don't know. What's the next lyric? Because I think you made that up just now. It's a Chrisette Michelle song. If you know, you know. <laughs> She's not popping like that no more. So anyway, but yes. Let's do it. We're talking about breaking up. We're talking about heartbreak. We're talking about getting dumped. We're talking about doing the breakup. I am going to be so vulnerable right now in this conversation. I'm going to just put it all out there. Let's do it. <laughs> We're going to put it our heart on our sleeve. Let's just do it. So, and I'm glad I have bullet points on this. But yes, let's get into the first one. So, does breaking up have to be heartbreaking? Like, does it always have to hurt? Oh, okay. Um, you shooting out the gate with it. Um, I think, <laughs> I think, I think in the beginning it does. I think your first, no, not your first breakup, but I think when you, when you think back to your first, the breakup that counted, the first breakup that mattered, that you consider to be like your first serious relationship, mm-hmm. it's because it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Right. So anything before that typically is like teenage playfulness. So I think the first breakup that you learn from and you realize the severity of what it means to end a relationship, it does have to be heartbreaking. After that, I think it generally gets easier. Um, you're you're more mature you're more experienced you've been through some shit and you know that um it's not gonna break you just a relationship broke you know that you'll be all right but that first one gotta break you down (laughs) (laughs) it humbles you a little bit yes humble that's a good way to put it you know it's it's the first time your ego had to it's like your first time your ego it's like you first go through this amygdala hijacking, right? Ooh. Right, right. Shout out Ooh. to college. Oh, shit. I remember that distinctly where it's just this, like, it's like an aneurysm without the uh, the death, you know? It's like your brain malfunctions. Like, what the fuck? Yes, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, because that, that real heartbreak will fuck up your thought process. You can't function. Yeah. Yes. And I want to say I read somewhere like it'll actually like your heart really does like take a toll. Yeah, you feel there's you a really tightness in your chest. It. Yeah, you know you can't trash. like personally my experience with it, like I can't take deep breaths. Like you feel that tightness. <laughs> yeah, you feel that tightness. I you know whether if it's stress and your body just tenses up, you know, or if it's the uh, amyg- say that word, amygdala say amygdala that? hijacking. I like. I mean, when you think about like love songs that are depressing and about heartbreak and they're talking about I can't breathe without thinking about you. That is like right, a, right. a real thing. That was like you pulled that title out like really quickly. Was that your breakup song? Was that something that meant something to you? Which one? You just said I can't breathe without you. I can't because I'm thinking of a song. I can't breathe Even. when you think of. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what is the song? <laughs> I don't know, but I you pulled it out like it was an instinct. It was deep rooted. Do you know what I'm talking is about? Is it another I feel like it's a Michelle? Mario song. No, it's Mario. Uh, okay, I can't okay, think okay, of the okay. lyrics, but you know what? If I can think of it later, I will add it to the add description. <laughs> Put it on your playlist. But well, to answer, to piggyback off of what you said, mm. it really is like it depends on like that first, like substantial relationship you've had yes. for it to feel like a significant breakup when you break up yes so you're absolutely right like all of those emotions because your ego is being just uh it's in turmoil yeah you have to figure out how to feel after that and a lot of times you feel less than because 
of this person you poured so much into. Yeah. And even if it's like, you know, a cheating situation or they just played up straight up broke up with you. Mm-hmm. You still have to figure out how to carry on from there. So it is pretty hard. I've I I I agree. I I vividly remember the first time my ego was crushed. Right. And then that that shapes you. I think as a man it it makes you take one of two paths, right? If you, you get your shit crushed and it humbles you, um, or you get your shit crushed and then you become like the typical fuckboy that Shorty's always complaining about, where it's just sure. like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm never going to give my heart to them. Wait, shout out to the sirens. I mean, they're always going We're down. We're in Brooklyn. Here. This always. is very authentic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think back to my first time being humbled and getting uh, my ego crushed. I was a hundred percent in the wrong, right? But okay, so like the situation, I was maybe nineteen. I was dating a girl, and at that time, I was running in the streets. You know, I was cheating on her. I was doing my dirt, and I really thought that she was staying at home, innocent girl from Connecticut. She wasn't from. She wasn't even from New York. And then my homeboy came over one day. My homeboy Chris. Shout out to my homeboy Chris. He comes through and he's like, yo, man, I got to talk to you, bro. Like, I'm going through some shit. I just found out my girl cheating on me, blah, blah, blah. And then my shorty, she was at the crib and she always was like the shy type. So she just kind of steps into the other room when company comes over. So she went into the bedroom. I'm trying to console my homeboy. I go into the bedroom after he leaves and I'm I'm trying to kiss him. Like, yo, I just appreciate you. You know, my homeboy's telling me he's going through some shit with this shorty. And, um, you know, I just want to let you know I appreciate you as a good woman. And she starts crying. And she breaks down and she was like, admits at that point that she, you know, she's like, I've been cheating on you or whatever the case may be. Oh, wait. I thought you said you were cheating. Yeah, I was. But that's the point of the story. Oh, but she was cheating too. When I said I was in the wrong, that's what I meant. I was doing my dirt on Shorty. But I thought in my ego and my male pride that I had this shorty that I was just staying ass at home and waiting until I would, you know, come through. So karma wise, I got what I deserved. But like immediately. Right. <laughs> but that shit crushed me, right? Because it's like Oh, I see. Gotcha. The, yeah, the you know, the ego. The, the ego of it was crushed because I thought, you know, I had my shit in the bag. I'm 19. I really don't have no G because I'm I'm fucking a kid. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But finding that out that way, you know what I mean? That shit fucks with you. You know, so I went through a period where I was like, oh, I don't trust girls or what the kids may be. But I think you got to believe in karma. You doing dirt. The universe puts dirt back in your face. Hey, that is a whole fact. Karma is real out mm. here, okay? Mm-hmm. You better act like you know, you ha- or act like you have some sense. Treat people accordingly, how you want to be treated. But I feel you. Um, I would say the same. Like, my first boyfriend was very much, uh, you cheated on me. And I took him back. That was like just dumbass. Stupid. <laughs> that was just stupid. Listen, I was young. I didn't know. I Are thought you I was dumb. Ooh. I was. <laughs> I really was. Looking back, I'm like, ugh, didn't yell. Like who? <laughs> who is this? But you live and you learn. Yeah, you got to. You got you to. Do. And that's what I mean when I say that first heartbreak has to happen because that shit for me humbled me, and it was a life lesson. It was just like I. Never put nothing past anybody. True. So you got to take that lesson learned, and then you take the karma aspect of it or whatever. So that first heartbreak, 
I stand by that. It has to fuck with you because if it didn't, it didn't count and it wasn't a real relationship. It almost feels that way. Yeah. I mean, definitely relationships can be built on anything, but for it to be significant to you is a whole different thing. Yes. Yes. I agree. agree. So which is easier to accept? Could you do the um, dumping, if you will? Could you be the one to let go of the relationship or is Mm. it easier to accept the breakup? Um, for a lot of years, I wasn't good at, at dumping. I wasn't good at it. So what I would do was be an asshole until Shorty would break up with me, right? And I, we've had this conversation, like, off mic before where, like, I have a situation where sometimes I'll just get annoyed after two years in a relationship. And um, I just don't want to do the, the lovey-dovey stuff. I don't want to be cuddled up. And I'll start to act like a dick. When I was younger, you know, I just want to get the uh, the relationship over. I remember having an argument with an ex, and she was like explaining all the dumb shit that I do, and my response was like, "Well, just break up with me then," and that pissed her off because you know she she wanted to communicate, she wanted to have a conversation, and um, my response was like, "Well, just just break up with me then, what the case may be." Growing up and being an adult now, then yeah, I mean it's. I guess it's never easy to break up with somebody, but I think there's a sense of um, maturity that you could get out of it if you have that conversation. Listen, that maturity is no fucking joke, though. <laughs> Breaking up with people versus getting dumped, two different avenues. I 100%. fucking hate it. 100%. I'd rather get dumped. Like, when I look at it and I look at my past and I look at what I had to do, Getting dumped is at least saying, hey, girl, this isn't for you. Mm. Like, it takes the guessing out of it. Like, you can't really, you can argue, you can counteract, but it lets you know, like, this person is fully tiptoed out. Like, I'm done. I'm jump ship. And it lets you figure out how to survive. But doing it, especially at this big age of, like, 30 anything, you have to communicate, which means you need to be able to articulate what you're saying and why it's not working, right. which is so fucking hard. Yes. It really is. It's like, and it's, it's uh, as someone who doesn't like hurting people's feelings, it's like, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. It's literally like, it's like homework. It's like an assignment that I am putting <laughs> off to the last fucking minute. But that's so, it's so damaging to a relationship. The longer you wait, the worse it gets. But, I'll tell you right now, dump me. Dump me. Because at least from there, I can pick up the pieces. It's easier to pick up the pieces versus, like, you're breaking the the this this mold you have with somebody. Like, you're not. I see what you're saying. It, right. I'm not. I'm drunk. I don't know. But just a <laughs> little like, bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I, I feel like it's just easier to just get dumped. I think there's a it difference. It sucks, but at least that part versus like I'm hurting you for me. And it's just me. Like I don't want to hurt others. Okay. I don't. If you are a shitty person, sure. But if I know I'm getting out of this situation because I know it doesn't make sense, it's not healthy, it's not satisfying, we're not fulfilled as mm-hmm. a mutual couple, then it's like, I'm able to articulate all that, but it still hurts me because I don't like doing it. Right. It's it's awful. Yeah. 
but I can't do it without crying. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you say, if you say you'd rather be broken up with, I think you know there's there's a caveat to that because it's like there's there's two kind of ways of being broken up with. Like if you if you already know and sense that something ain't right over a period of time, when that conversation comes up, you know you may still be upset about it, but you kind of expect it. Those mm, random yeah. out of the blue, listen, it's not working out breakups. Those will fuck you up because you have so many unanswered questions. And then typically when that happens, the person who wants to do it like a, a band-aid wants to just break up quick. It's not necessary. It's, it's necessary. It's yeah, I guess I'm drunk, too. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> basically the fact that they don't want to communicate. They want to just end it now and not give you an explanation. And then you're stuck holding the bag. And that's when it really hurts. Luckily, I've had communication where it made sense. Yes. Most of the time, I've been cheated on. That's pretty clear. Like, okay. you know what? I don't have time. For me, when it comes to getting cheated on, it's like at least that gives you the ultimatum almost. It's like mm-hmm. you have a chance to take them back, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. Right, right. And I... One situation, I gave him another chance, and another uh, person, I didn't. So, what was the difference between those two people? Well, the second one, it was like I've been here, done that. It was like familiar territory. I didn't want to do it again. I didn't. Okay. I regretted the fact that I gave the last person a chance. So I was like, I don't want to do that yes. again. Right. It didn't make sense. Plus, it was a long distance situation. So I was really like, this makes zero sense. Right. Right. So that's a whole different thing, but. I had a point, and I'm about to forget it. I've already forgotten it, <laughs> and I'm really irritated. <laughs> what was I about to say about this? Fuck. Okay, hold on. Niggas ain't shit. Was that, was that the mean, bottom line. Take? Bottom <laughs> line. If we're going <laughs> to call a spade a spade, it really is that. Listen, there's a lot of ain't shit bitches out here, too. I'm just saying. I, listen, it, sure, it could go both ways, I'm but i definitely saying. been in situations where they communicated and it was abrupt and out of the blue, but they communicated like what they were about to do. They literally said, I'm going back to my ex-girlfriend. And I was like, ooh, that fucking sucks. Yes. It did hurt my feelings. Yes. I cried, but it's still at least that was communicated to me. Right. right. For me to like, and I you- mean, it, that getting over that hump was easier than someone who just abruptly disappeared abruptly abruptly <laughs> disappeared and like gave me zero explanation yes yes if they give you nothing that's when it probably hurts the most because you're just like what the fuck did yeah. i do you start blaming yourself I, I mean i agree with that i i think i think honestly that is maybe the best not the best but it's the most palatable breakup for me i think because i think you you acknowledge the ex as the person that was there before, and you know that they have a deep-rooted connection, right? That you kind of just accept, well, I can't compete with that. That person came first. So if, you're, yeah. if your significant other says, listen, I'm getting with my ex, it hurts, it sucks, but you're like, you know what? You that understand. makes sense. If, yeah. if, you <laughs> if your significant other tells you, listen, I met somebody else, that hurts because then it, it basically comes across as like you weren't enough and I met somebody else who was more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But, but like you said, niggas ain't shit. They're, they're bottom line. <laughs> bottom line. That might be the name of this episode. Niggas <laughs> ain't shit. <laughs> um, what about being amic- amicable? Amicable. 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 
Can you be amicable with your exes? Well, I mean, what let's 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 set the definition in your terms what that means. I'm well, okay, so maybe amicable. If cordial is synonymous to amicable, mm-hmm. can you be cordial? Can you guys text each other now? Can okay. you guys be cool? Can you check up on each other? Can you yeah. have a conversation? Okay, okay. Like what is the extent? I I've said it I've said it before. I pride myself on the fact that I'm cool with all my exes, right? Not to say that I have conversations with them all the time, mm-hmm. but every birthday, every holiday, I get the text message or, or call like, hey, how you doing? How's your father? Whatever the case may be. And I'd like to say that's because I'm not an ancient nigga. But, but do you feel like some of that is a little reach? Or like, mm, let me, that, let me I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I think I do have, I do have a flirtatious nature by just by nature, right? So I think... Mm-hmm. There is a, a comfort level possibly with my exes that they don't expect me to leave them on red or something like that. Right. So I think there's a comfort level where they, you know, I don't feel like he's going to make me feel stupid for a hit saying happy birthday. Um, but it's never anything more than that. Like if I end a relationship, typically it's for a reason. Right. Um, I'm in a position right now where I could maintain a cordial relationship with you and. Um, Mostly because I feel like I'm in the right, right? I have done some asshole things, but if I could go back and take ownership over the bullshit that I did, I can. If I could go back and apologize after the fact, I have. But because I have that truth in it, I don't feel any kind of lingering questions or lingering issues. Um... In that sense, yes, I think it could be amicable, but I think that has to do with the fact that both parties involved have been truthful about anything. And I don't mean like particularly lies or whatever, but with themselves, I'm truthful in the fact that I'm over this person. Mm -hmm. I'm truthful in the fact that we're not together, but we could still be friends. That friends is a stretch, right? Because you could just exchange text messages and shit like that and be cordial, like you said. Is it possible? Yes. Is it common? No. Mm. What about you? How many exes are you friends with? I would say two. Mm-hmm. Where we have conversations. One of them has a girlfriend to this day, and I'm able to even converse with her. Does she know that y'all exes? Absolutely. <laughs> really? In fact, <laughs> shout out to you, because he... I thought, <laughs> I thought she was going to drop that name. I, I was. I was. It was to be messy. You said shout out to you. I don't want to be messy because like we're in a we're in a very healthy place. Right. But we definitely we dated didn't work out. But it would have been long distance had we kept going, which didn't make sense. Um, But to this day, um, he's dated multiple people and he has multiple kids. So it's like all of this is like I'm fully detached from I Mm. have no feelings of wanting to get back to I don't want to rekindle a relationship bottom right, line right. so um, but he definitely had put us me and his the girl he was talking to on a, a FaceTime before Why and he had he to go off the call to do something but you can like and this is the thing with iPhone you can FaceTime multiple people you can leave and everyone else stays on the call I didn't know that yeah, I haven't tried it myself, but he so did you that. could you could hang up and there's the, that's not. He was literally like, "I have to go do something. I'll be right back." And he like and he was able to like jump out and yeah. jump back into the call. 
long story short, it was just me and her. And even she, like, I knew who she was. I don't know if she, she knew exactly who I was. I think she did. Because mm. she was asking me. And she was like, so do you think he likes me like that? And I was. How old were y'all? This is like this year. That is a childish <laughs> fucking question. What the fuck you mean? Listen, it was, <laughs> it was very much that. And I, w- I didn't know how to answer it because I was like, honestly, girl, like if he likes you, he's going to put forth the f- effort. Right, right, right. If he's a, if he's a man. And that's all I could really go off of because we had dating so long, over a decade. And I'm just like, girl, I can't give you anything that's more recent day. Right. Everything right. I'm giving you is like 2010. Shout out to the dudes that put in effort. Listen, because <laughs> now they're together together and and they're flourishing. And I'm happy. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love seeing it. Mm-hmm. And then I have another ex who is also lives in a different state completely. Why do all these niggas leave the state that you live in, though? Like, why are they running from you that far? I don't know. (laughs) Is it me? Are you saying it's me? I don't know. It's never you. It is never. I would never say something like that. I don't think it's me. Like, they want to find themselves somewhere else. And I. Because they've lost you. They've lost you. And they're like, they've fallen apart and they have to leave to go on a soul search. I like this answer over anything else. Definitely. That's what it is. Yes. Let's go with it. Hmm. But to be fair, that ex who was like literally my first boyfriend ever. So if you know, you know, Mm. I don't have to name names, but he even invited me to move with him and he moved to uh, Portland. Trash town. I wasn't with it. Yeah, I wasn't with it. I was like, it's not trash. It's not trash. I like Port. I've never been to Portland, but I would visit. That was a good cleanup. Very, very, <laughs> very PC on your part. I do want to like you know work for Nike one right, day. So, right, You know, shout out she to said, y'all. Let me clear that shit up right now. <laughs> Beaverton, I'll be there. Shout out to the Blazers. But it, that too, you know, Damian Lillard is my favorite player. <laughs> he didn't even know. But wait, is he one of the mystery exes that we're talking about? No. Oh, I'm imagine, putting it out there. Imagine. I'm putting it out there. And he's from Oakland, so it's hey, like you know, it could have been a thing. It's making sense. It's making sense. I don't want to start rumors, but it's not uh, Lillard. <laughs> Let's just be clear. So anyway, but anyway, that ex is um, he did invite me before we fully broke up. It was like he's like come, and I was like no. <laughs> I was in school. I had other plans. I was like, nah, I'm cool. Right. So even from that, it was like. I still want to see these people win. I have no ill will against towards those two exes per se. Everyone else after that, like I didn't maintain either a strong enough connection to want to be friends or amicable, period. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too. Not everyone you have to be friends with. You don't have to be cool with all your exes. That's it's real. It just has to make sense. Yeah, that's real. Because some people are toxic. Yes. There's certain yes. people where like I don't communicate with them for a reason right right they just bring havoc to my life <laughs> right right and so. and just to be clear just because i'm cool with all of my exes doesn't mean that i maintain sure significant contact with them it just means that you know i know that they're a good person regardless they know i'm a good person regardless right happy holidays how's your family keep it pushing that's it yeah right? how's your mom how's the fam all right 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 that's a fact um what else we got here? I'm talking about. What about? I want another drink, but I probably shouldn't pour it. Make it light. <laughs> 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 I feel mine. I'm not getting through mine fast enough. Yeah, I, I fucked up strong. on that one. I put. I made that. You made that one a pretty fucking yeah. strong. You said lie. you want to splash uh, I said oranges. Splash? What do you? you that, what is a splash? It's. Listen, p- 
<laughs> you must have like poured heavy on the liquor and splashed everything else. You want some more ice in it? Will I make it better? I like it where it's at. But um, <sighs> uh, have you broke up with somebody but got back together? That's um no, I have not. Uh, I've always had this this attitude that if you break up, it's for a reason. I feel like agreed. Um, I don't think it's impossible, but I think the issue is that if you break up, there has to be a fundamental change in that person for you to get back together. So it's like you have the familiarity, which is comfortable if you get back together, but there's something new that you have to discover. And that's what the excitement is about. Like they've grown as a person. They have a different outlook on things. If you just break up and get back together, it's just going to be the same shit that it was last time. You know what I mean? Yes, because I did it. I did it. Um, shout out to that first boyfriend ever. Shout out to Debbie Lillard. It was a lot of experiences, a lot of firsts. <laughs> and um, we broke up. He cheated on me. Trash. Took him back six months later. Like, it was a good idea, and it wasn't. Mm. Even though we had continued another two years. It was, like, on and off, like, four years total. But long story short, it didn't make sense because mm. I was more insecure than ever that second round what was your age at this time like 19, 19 yeah 20. we all do dumb shit yeah yeah, yeah. i mean uh, you're supposed to do that dumb shit at 19 20 i'm glad i did yeah i'm glad because the alternative is that if you don't go through that bullshit then you're doing that shit at 30 31 that's a fact and chances that's are so fucking dumb <laughs> yeah because the thing about it, when you're older and you do that dumb shit you're older so you have this oh it's time to settle down mentality so you go through a breakup in your 19 and your 20, it's just a breakup. You go your separate ways. If you're 30, 31, you might have kids. You might have, you might be splitting a mortgage or car note or whatever. So there's all these messy things. Totally. So do your dumb shit young. Do your dumb shit young. Hashtag. And I'm thankful for that. But um, didn't work out. Didn't work out. It wasn't worth the time. Um, am I thankful for the experience? Sure, because we're still cool to this day. But will I get back with him? Absolutely not. <laughs> it makes zero sense. He don't even live here. How 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 do you justify still being cool with him if he cheated on you? You took him back, and he you said he cheated again. Like well, no, no, no. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> kind of. He did unpack this. It was it unpack wasn't it. a it was a toxic relationship. Let's just say that. Okay. Very fucking toxic. Because then that second round, I was doing some fuck shit too. I didn't fully Ooh. cheat. I didn't Ooh, fully cheat. Wait a minute. I wait did a not minute. fully cheat. Let's be clear. Now, now listen, a shorty, uh, a shorty's <laughs> depiction of I didn't fully cheat, right? Y'all like to kind of make rules for yourselves. What, is, what does that mean? Listen, let's say I entertained, but I didn't go forward with a lot of like uh, situations. So I mean, like, like you mean, like a dude went down on you, but you didn't have sex. Not even, like, it wasn't even sexual. It was just like someone gave me attention, or like maybe mm. I flirted back. Okay, okay. It was more of that mental cheating versus yeah. the physical. Shorties really, really rely on the attention because I've I've heard that so many times. Like you weren't giving me attention, and he was, or this other guy was. Sure. Case may be. Yeah, you know, especially at that age, it's like listen. I'm hot shit out here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to pay me attention. Someone else will. Somebody going to look at this. Okay. But it, it wasn't healthy because we even lived together at like a three-month span. That wasn't healthy. Like, uh, we went through a lot of motion. This guy. Yeah, you told me about this before. Sure. Yeah, right, I probably right, right. did. 
But long story short, and we weren't cool, cool until like maybe a few, f- a good four or five years later. Mm-hmm. We weren't just cool off bat after he moved. Like once he moved to a different state, like it took a few years after that. Now, do you think y'all being cool after the after the fact was there a maturity like in him? Did something change that made it more palatable that you said, okay? Now I could sure. be cool. And so that's that's yeah, what that changed was. Apologies. It was very mature. Okay, all right. It was very mature because he even told me like I did kind of leave for a, a person. Mm. First it was like, Oh, I just wanted to move just to move. My family's no, no, out you there. You said da, 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 da. leave for a person. You didn't say leave for a girl. He, he, he eventually left for someone. Like he but had a girlfriend out there. It was a girlfriend. I was, I was trying to see if he was yeah. trying to Yeah, well I won't say girlfriend hundred percent because I don't know if they were fully dating yet. But they were definitely talking. I mean, but if the nigga left the state. Yeah, yeah. No, you know he I mean? they left was the talking, state. talking. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And th- and once I learned that, I was like, bye, my guy. I don't have time for this. Right. I right. wasn't invested enough to like try to save that relationship. It was like, oh, okay, you're going to do that? Bet. I feel it. Do you? I feel it. So once the apologies uh, were given, technically, like where it was like, you know, I'm sorry that I, I probably hurt you and I probably did some fuck shit, but, you know, I'm not trying to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I let him know, like, you know, forgiven, not forgotten, but also we're not going to rekindle. I had to definitely be clear about my intentions as a friend. Like, I have no problem talking to you. We can catch up. We can mm. key key or whatever, but we don't talk that often to this day. So when it's like that, it's just cordial. Mm-hmm. You're not best friends. Like yeah. I'm not trying to be the best friends. I don't think you could ever get back to that. I don't no. think you could ever get back to that. No, it's too. It's too. Um, I mean, you can, but like I don't. Cho- I choose not to. It's no. not that serious. I have best friends amongst other people. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, are we in a healthy place where we can have conversations? I could check in on his fam. Like I have all his family as social media contact that's a flex shorties so. love that flex like girl i know his mama but i don't i don't say that you yeah, know i yeah, just yeah. say how's your mom how's she doing da, da, mm-hmm. da, and you know they'll respond but i'm never that girl to be like you know i'm everybody's mom's favorite like i know but are you what it is. i probably am yeah i think I you are too I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> but i don't sit here and just flex that muscle it's not anything to, fle- to be proud of it's like mm-hmm. cool i'm sure there's a lot of family members that like a particular X of somebody, yeah. but that doesn't make you more valuable. That's definitely a thing, though. I think everybody has that one X that their family is like, oh, whatever happened to such and such? But it's corny yes. at the same time. Like, even if the family is constantly inquiring about that person and you no longer date them and you fully date someone else, yeah. they got to let that go. Yeah. But if there's also X's that uh, may... Oh, I feel like that's their way trying to get back to you is when they say, oh, my mom asked about you. Yes, that's the thing. Because that was that's a thing 100% with one of my thing. ex's yes. mom. She was the daughter-in-law type of mom. Yes. Oh, so that's I my would, daughter-in-law. That's yeah, my little thing. Yeah, and that was like a few years after we broke up. I was like, ooh, this is uncomfortable now. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be daughter-in-law yeah. anymore. Yeah. So you just have to differentiate what they are to you. If you continue to be amicable with your exes, really think about what that means like are you just cool mm-hmm. or are you like friends or is this something you think you could rekindle like yeah. later you have to be honest yeah. because 
one of them has said, like, you know, if you take me back, I'd do it in a heartbeat. And I'm over here like, oh, well, it's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but I have to be honest. Yes. I have yes. to be honest if we're going to maintain a friendship. Otherwise, we're going to have to nip this in the bud yeah. now because you over here reaching for stars and yeah, I'm not going to give it to you. So you have to be honest. I think the issue is that, like, relationships, whether if it's romantic or, or friends, uh, even family to that extent, like there has to be something that you're gaining from the relationship. Like if it's uh, reassurance, if it's support, whatever the case may be. So I think the issue with staying in contact with your exes, a lot of people do it for the like the familiarity of it. But it's like, what are you actually gaining from keeping in hot contact with this person? And I think that's what a lot of people have to come to terms with because as I said True. you could be cool with your exes and you could be cordial but again if they are trying to to rekindle something you see what their intentions are and you trying to maintain that connection is like am I cool with my exes just for the sake of saying that I'm cool with my exes or is it because you know they genuinely were a good person I still want to see them do well or are they in a position where they could fucking help you out? Are they a LinkedIn reference that could help you get a better job? Because that's a hundred percent still a thing. That's a fact. If they could help your career, keep it's like listen, exes. fuck all that. Help me get this bag. <laughs> if your ex is the plug, keep them around, okay? <laughs> don't don't do that. Um What about um, we're going to combine the two. So your thoughts on rebounding in relationships and vengeful breakups. So rebounding is, you know, getting into a relationship immediately, mm-hmm. whether it's healthy or not. And then sometimes you have your vengeful breakups. Have you ever had a, let's actually, I want to ask you that first. Okay. Do you have any vengeful breakup stories? Have you ever had someone who like damaged your shit? Oh, that's what you mean by vengeful break? No, yeah, I've like been throw lucky. Rocks um, at your windows or anything? No, I've never had um, I've never had anybody break any of my shit. Um, I think. Oh, that's nice. I, I mean, it's a blessing because I've heard <laughs> some stories. I mean, I've had I've had I'm some homegirls. <laughs> <laughs> I've had um, I've had situations where, uh, you know, I got into arguments with, you know, with my girl and we broke up because like you know she cheated or whatever case may be, and I've like punched a mirror before and broke a mirror so that was hers at her crib but wait a minute so you broke her things it was a mirror it's not things it's not exasperate a mirror the situation. is still things it's a thing and it's, it's, it's not <laughs> it's not a lot of bread but um yes i've never had anybody break any of my shit you know knock on wood and if we want to call it what it is then i've i've punched a mirror one time it was like a little target mirror a little bullshit mirror you know? it's a little target mirror it's listen target mirror. i have a whole ikea mirror and if anyone breaks that i'm calling the police yeah but you're I, if it's the mirror i'm talking about that's a hefty fucking mirror that's a legitimate mine yeah mine's yeah, a big one that shit is hers must have been the one that hangs over yeah that the door. should they hang right on the closet door it's bullshit still you damaged someone's property she damaged my heart listen that heartbreak is real right right i've never really okay wait i've shared i've shared on the podcast how i ripped up an ex-boyfriend's fucking clothes but i replaced them so it's not that bad 
That's it's not that bad. But I was never the vindictive type to like throw your game console out the window or throw rocks into your car. Like I was mm. never that crazy. Right, right. Uh, but I know some girls that have. So long story short, I'm not the vengeful ex. Like I can be cordial with you. Like if I feel away, yeah, it's going to hurt and it's going to be prolonged where it's like I'm probably going to be petty via text. Mm. But if you block me, I'm going to stop. I'll stop. <laughs> you just got to block, block me, me though because I'll keep going. <laughs> After oh, that, shit. I'm cool. I remember I had a, I, I had broke up with a shorty and then I started dating somebody not, you know, fairly quickly, maybe like six months later. Um, it was like a coworker. It was interesting because I, I was dating Jay. Let's just, we'll do it that way. I was dating Jay. And I a, love it. Alias. Right. And then A. J and A. Was Jay's best friend. That's messy. Why and, did you do I, that? I didn't do that. I'm not saying I did that. I worked with A. We both worked at a retail store together at the time. Uh-huh. So T. <laughs> right. Is enough. J A and T. J and right. T. So T is a new shorty that started working at the store. Okay. And she befriended myself and A. So A witnessed the blossoming the blossoming of relationship between me and T. So A was playing friendly with us, but remember Jay is still a homegirl. So she was going back and telling her homegirl that Lito was dating somebody new and yada yada yada. So oh. the petty shit that happened was that um I was in the crib with T. A hits up T. And say, hey, listen, you know, I'm about to hang out. I'm about to go do some shopping. I know you're in Brooklyn. You know, do you want to come tag along? She's like, all right, cool, blah, blah, blah. She walks downstairs. I walk downstairs. A is in the car driving. J is in the fucking passenger seat. Ooh. And I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I don't think that was like vindictive. In the sense that, like, she, she didn't break any shit, but it was vindictive in the sense that she wanted to be in the car and get eyes on who this was. So I say that because you're talking about petty text messages. So she went out, they went shopping. Now, T has her own money, right? T was making bank, but T knew the situation. So she was being saucy with shit. So she was calling me on the phone and she was like, hey, daddy, you know, can I get these sneakers? You know, I should, I should get these sneakers, right? Called you daddy? I, I, no, when they do it with the Z, that's my guilty pleasure. Daddy. Right, right, right. You told me this. All right. So she was doing that shit just to rile up, you know, my ex or whatever. Of course, by the time everybody goes home, my ex, which is Jay, you know, she texts me and she's like, so, you know, I saw your little friend. Look like she ain't much. My petty response was like, it's funny. She said the same shit about you. Oh, my God. So you just played into it. You know what I mean? But but like you said, you (laughs) might be petty through text. And that just brought that that story to mind of the pettiness that women are capable of when they're not fully over the breakup, I believe. Shit. But you too, Olivia. I mean, I enjoyed it. (laughs) I was like, it's funny. She said the same shit about you. (laughs) You are no help. I love it. I love the toxic masculinity. That's beautiful. Just a little sprinkle of it. Just a little sprinkle. No, I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> so let's actually wrap up with some gems. Okay, okay. Breakups. 
I mean, I feel like the, I don't want to say it's a right or wrong thing. It's a conscious thing. It's like, if you are on the receiving end of a breakup, and you don't understand why you are fully bamboozled. Completely out of the blue. Like completely. Like it's like, what the fuck? Everything was going good. Right. You just got to check in with yourself. You just have to check in. Just maybe evaluate some things. Mm. Maybe like really pickpocket. Like what is it that. And try not to blame yourself too much. I feel like the go to is like you blame yourself first. Like oh, yeah. it's me. It's like a natural reaction. Sure. But you have to realize, like, okay, I'm a good person. You you have to talk talk. You have to pep talk yourself, like, <laughs> like who am I? Like, right. you have to know who you are, right. and how you move, your behaviors, and everything, and assess accordingly from there. Because it's kind of like a a wild math equation where you have to figure it out. Yeah, you have to break it down with a formula and. See where E and MC and the square go, like where where it went wrong. But mm. you have to also give yourself the time to do it. Like, don't attack yourself immediately. It's hard. For real. No, it's so fucking hard. But and <laughs> like even talking about it, it's easier said than done. Right. Right. Because you could easily say yeah no you'll get over it it's fine give it six months to a year like we said and you'll be gucci but it's like sometimes that that six months to a year is like the longest six months to a year before you realize like i'm better than this i deserve better i can be in a better relationship you have to know your worth and you know maybe therapy maybe therapy if you're not already in therapy maybe that's your chance to like seek it because it's yeah, like we advocate for therapy i am a, a huge advocate of therapy so that way it it allows you to articulate your thoughts when you can't come up with the words yourself wow. i mean if i may i'd like to please, please add add a gem as well to piggyback off what you're saying i think sometimes uh Sometimes you don't get the closure that you're looking for. Sometimes you're never going to get those answers. You may never get that fucking so closure. So I think what's important is in that time frame that you're talking about, finding yourself or, you know, pump, pumping yourself back up, you have to give yourself closure, right? And I think the only thing that operates from that is if you go into a relationship and you plan to play your role and do your part, and the race, if the relationship ends, they break up with you, you have to be able to walk away and say, okay, I did everything that I was responsible for. It ended, it is what it is. Because as much as, like you said, you try to figure out that math problem, sometimes you're never going to get those answers. A lot of times those people who break up with you just randomly off the cuff and quickly, they don't want to communicate. They don't want to deal with that pressure. So they're never going to give you a straight answer. Right. So you got to give yourself closure sometimes. You have to give yourself closure when the other person doesn't give it to you. That's very true. And sometimes it it just doesn't make sense. Like, you never know. You never know what someone's going through. I've had someone, one of my girlfriends said a dude broke up with her and he was just going through mental problems. Pure mental. It had nothing to do with the relationship or anything. It was just himself. And he 
even in that circumstance, you have to give them that right to be like, you know what? They checked out. Yeah, you got to do what's, what's right for you. You, you can't even knock them right for that. You. Yeah, especially if you're on the, the giving end. If you're like giving a breakup to someone, mm-hmm. I mean, you have every right as long as you can articulate like what it is that you're not yeah. satisfied with, what you're not getting, what you're not trying to give. You right. know, you have to be honest. So honesty, communication, um, accepting the fact that there may be zero closure. I think that's something that allows a lot of couples to go back into the relationship is the mm. fact that, you mm. know, this closure stage of like, usually it's sexual or you're, you're fucking still yeah. and you're calling that closure, but <laughs> it's not doing anything for you you have to have a conversation right right so a lot of times those conversations will like weed out what's worth it for you and what's not worth it for you you have to do your checks and balances figure out what you want what you need what you can put up with what you can compromise Mm. so it's heavy it's heavy but it's sometimes you got to do it you have to yes it's part of growth too it's adulting it's growth it's finding your maybe your peace of mind and centering yourself and all that. Right. It's tough. But yes. That's another episode of Girl What. Thank you, Carlito. <laughs> my pleasure, this my pleasure. Deep. <laughs> I just this one kinda went there. Kinda went there. <laughs> we didn't even touch on all the subheaders because I just knew it was gonna be too long. Yeah, yeah. But we could do another pro- uh, part two later. I'm always down for it. Absolutely. Do you wanna plug your socials? Well, same thing as you know, just Carlito Stacks, S T A X X on Instagram. Perfect. Follow Carlito, and you can follow um, the Girl What podcast at Girl What underscore Pod. Do that right now. And you can, uh, well, if you listen to the podcast on Apple, please leave a glowing review and five stars. And that's another episode of Girl What. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>